You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Your death, my freedom is the title of this devotion. You know, I was saying this in prayer, and it just whom filled me with the Holy Spirit. Your death, my freedom. Now, I've been having renewed uh, understanding of it, if you want to say it like that, revelation. I was listening, I listened a lot to Andrew Murray's books, narrated. Uh, one of my utter favorites would be humili- uh, the, um, Humility, the Beauty of Holiness by Andrew Murray. It's only 11 little chapters. But one of his books that I can't stop listening to is Holiest of All. I mean, it's a long one, it's 130 chapters, but just listen to the introduction. Wow. Holiness. You go to uh, uh, LibriVox.com and you can download it for free. That book, I would encourage you above all books, besides reading the Bible daily, to, to listen to it. But I was listening to one of his books and he made the statement that in Christ is all his death. And it is the Heavenly Father who knows through what we go through in life, how much of that death of Christ to unveil in us, to reveal in us, because we couldn't bear it all if we had to experience the fullness of it. But He reveals in us His death, which is our freedom. And this just overwhelmed me, overwhelmed me. Lord, the death You died for me is my freedom from that horror horrific sin nature, from that horrific gravity of the sin nature that keeps pulling me down and then I feel so abandoned, forsaken, lost. But oh, glory to God, you paid it all for my liberty. So here in Romans chapter six, we're gonna read starting at verse four. And I really believe today that again the Holy Spirit will bring to your conscience the glorious freedom that you have through our Savior, Jesus Christ. And that that becomes so strong in you, so all convincing, so fully convinced will you be inside of your heart that whenever you feel that gravity of the lower nature, that pain of the sin nature, You will not be threatened or frightened, but you will have that glorious faith that says, no, I know I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live it, but Christ lives in me, Galatians 2.20. So listen here, starting at verse four of Romans six. Therefore we are buried with him through baptism into death that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Wow. 
For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, the sin nature, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For, here it comes, for the death that he died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. The death that he died, he died once for all. And this is where the Holy Spirit would have you just meditate on it. Meditate on verse 4 and verse 10. And just let the Holy Spirit plow up inside of your heart any areas where your carnal mind Self-thinking, self-consciousness still keeps you blinded, still keeps you ignorant and keeps you alienated from this freedom. Oh, hallelujah, there is freedom. His death, our freedom. Friends, this is more real than you may realize. Knowing, chapter 5, just a page back, verse 8. God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You have to understand that the condition of the sin nature that reigns in your flesh is what Jesus died for. So believe there's an answer. Believe there's a key to unlock the door of your prison. No matter how violent those bars are holding you in thoughts and feelings that separate you from God, believe the power of Jesus Christ is greater to liberate you from that horrific place of blindness, of ignorance, of alienation from God, and how painful it can be to feel so alienated, so blinded, so ignorant to the life of the Father. But I believe Jesus Christ broke those bars of bronze and crushed those doors of iron and opened them. And praise God proclaims to you today, I have come not to condemn you, but to save you and set you free. So believe God today that Jesus Christ is your freedom. His death, your freedom. Believe it with all of your hearts and let His love, as it says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, compel you to not stay in that darkness, but to take that nail print hand and say, Jesus, your death, my freedom. Keep saying it, your death, my freedom. Say it again, your death, my freedom. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14, For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus, that if one, Jesus, died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live 
should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Nothing will compel you like this. And I know that sometimes when we are harshly confronted with the brutality of the nature of sin within us, it can be tough and confusing and depressing and impossible to bear and the raging angers and the raging depressions and the raging darkness and blindness that can be so forceful and it holds you there and somebody would say, oh, you ought to repent and they're right. You ought to repent and somebody would say, you ought to remorse, remorse that you give into such a darkness and you ought to remorse. Read James 4 verse 10. Yes, and you ought to lament and lament that I'm in such a place and beat your chest like Jesus showed and say, have mercy upon me, a sinner, but perhaps Perhaps you know what you ought to do, but you're not doing it. And you say, I don't understand. Why am I not doing it? Why am I not doing it? I, I, I don't understand myself. You see, sin is a cruel master and it demands your submission. Where Jesus is a wonderful, merciful savior who invites your submission into his loving mercies, into his loving grace, and says to you, come, all of you that are heavy laden and burdened, and I will give rest to your soul and learn from me that I'm gentle and humble, kind, gracious of heart. And I will give you rest from all that affliction, from all that torment. You see, it is the love of the Lord that can unlock that indifference that can unlock that lack of action. It's that love, that merciful kindness by which he keeps drawing you and saying, come on, son, come on, daughter. Trust me, trust me. My death is your freedom. My death is your freedom. Trust me, my, my daughter, trust me. You see, Jesus is inviting you to live as he lives. Jesus said in John 14, verse 19, on the night before he was crucified, he said, you will know when the Holy Spirit is allowed, when you allow the Holy Spirit to come into your heart, you will know that I am in the Father, that if you have me, you have the Father, and that you are in me, and that I am in you, and as I live, you will live also. If you love me, you'll be loved by my Father. And I'll manifest myself to you. You read it there, John 14, verse 19, 20. Start at verse 16. It's so incredibly powerful that you begin to realize, you begin to realize what it says here in Colossians chapter 3, that Jesus is your life. When Christ, who is our life, appears, you will appear with them in glory. Christ, who is our life. You see, the life he has with the Father in heaven, he has it there for you and me. He has it there as our safeguard, as our guarantee, as the anchor for our soul. 
that life that he has with the Father is what he gives into you and me by the Holy Spirit so that you can have the confidence it's yours. Nobody can take it from you. Nobody can separate it from you. Jesus is your life. And he will never, never fail to give it to you because that's what he came to show you through his love, that he died for sinners and that his death paid your debt in full and that you can now have freedom from the bondage to any any power of the lower nature, any sin, any shortcoming, any hardness of heart, any indifference of soul, any idleness of action. Jesus paid it all. His death is your freedom. Oh, take it today and keep saying it. Your death is my freedom. Your death is my freedom. Freedom from this, freedom from that freedom from this, freedom. Jesus said in John 8, 34, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Jesus is here to liberate you and he has the right of power to liberate you because he's paid it all. There's not a sin or an evil spirit that can stop him. So keep on calling upon his name. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Keep calling upon him. Keep calling upon him. And keep reading scriptures like this. Oh, I find them so wonderful, the scriptures. Oh, what would I do without them? Look at this. Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. How can you say that? Because he was crucified for me. Who is me? sinners. This is worthy of all acceptance, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15, I think. This is worthy of all of acceptance that Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He died for sinners and all of us have sinned. So he died for all of us. That's why he could say, God so loved the world that he gave his son. That's why he can say in 1 Timothy chapter 2, God does not want any man to perish, but he wants all men to come to the knowledge of the truth. Jesus is here to liberate you. Believe it. You were crucified with him because he died for you. His death is your freedom. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in this body of flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You see, the more you meditate upon his love for you, the more you keep singing and praying and believing, Jesus loves me, this I know, because the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, this I know, because the Bible tells me so. Jesus, Jesus loves me, this I know, because the Bible tells me so. You keep singing it, you keep saying it. The Holy Spirit pours that love in your heart, as it says in Romans 5, and you believe my Father is God. 
I am his son. I'm his daughter. I'm his child. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for his love. And his love compels you to no longer live to please that lower nature. Because this is the dysfunction of sin. You know it's wrong. You know it is not right. You know it leads to damnation. And yet, it compels you, drives you, urges you, groans in you, nags in you, gnaws in you to keep doing it, keep doing it. Oh, my friends, I used to have such a horrible addiction to smoking. In 1978, I was so terribly bound to it. I'd been smoking for maybe three, four years, four years. And I was so addicted to it. And I just really felt that the Lord was giving me the desire. His love was compelling me. No more, Robert. I mean, I wasn't just an occasional smoker. I'd, I'd smoke 40 cigarettes in a day. I mean, I was crazy. I was so bound by it, so bound by it. It totally dominated me. And, and I just felt the love of Jesus offering freedom to me, offering freedom to me, offering. And I would grab that freedom, but, the, but again, my lower nature would drive me back to that horrific addiction. And again and again, I would throw away the pack of cigarettes and I'd say, Lord, 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 Lord. And I'll never forget it. I was in the airport in San Antonio, Texas, and I took that pack of cigarettes and threw it in the rubbish bin. And I said, no more Jesus, no more Jesus. And I've done it so many times. And that was it. In other words, don't ever stop taking the hand of freedom that's offered to you through Jesus. Keep taking that hand, keep taking that hand, and you'll see he'll pull you out of the deepest pit. He'll pull you out of the strongest strangleholds of addiction or bondage or evil or wrong or cruelness or meanness or anger or evil. He will absolutely liberate you. His death is sufficient for perfect freedom. Amen? Have a good day.